we're back with some pre-modern stuff and uh, I got hmm, I need to think about this it's Anton Glantz yes Anton Glantz and I have Åland here with me uh, and uh, this is Monster of the Week constructing old school magic So, Olan, do you even know what we're talking about today? Uh, no, I don't think I know. Um, I have, yeah, I don't have no idea. Uh, okay, so uh, can, can uh, Anton help me out then? What are we even doing today? Yeah, we discussed if we we're gonna talk about some cards in Premodern that we wished saw some more play than it does. Uh, Turned out to be quite a difficult subject. In in my experience, at least. The homework I did was very hard. But I don't know your ambitious level, your, <laughs> your level of uh, um, excitement or ambitious in, in this uh, area. Uh, um, so we started talking about getting some like underplayed, under not undervalued, but underplayed cards slash yep. undervalued, I guess. Uh, that cards that haven't seen that much play. We at least we haven't seen. We we'll probably be will be hearing from a lot of people that X played that card in this deck or and such. But yeah, to, for sure. To the best of our knowledge, the cards we uh, talk about in this episode aren't like that much played. I just want to say uh, one card that uh, I talked to Fluffy about this, uh, and he thought the most underplayed card was Duress. Okay, uh, he's in out. In pre-modern, he, <laughs> he said that everyone should play it and only about 25% plays it. Okay, um, so. so like the, the correct answer to a lot of uh, questions here is not like uh, a card you haven't seen much, but should see more play like the spiky answer from fluffy there i mean everyone needs to play dress i mean some a lot of my cards are cards that actually are played i i'm not gonna go and go and say some some weird two two for seven mana because i think it's cool or something i'm actually talking about cards that are good yeah so i came up with the system here uh, and uh, hear me out and Let's see if it will work. Sure. Uh, like we take one card, we pick one card each. Uh, the uh, the person who has the card like reads the card for everyone also. To it might be a card that you haven't heard that much of, like duress for instance. Uh, <laughs> but then uh, we talk about first if it has seen any play. So we scramble our uh, heads to find some like reminiscence of if we have seen it anywhere. And then we talk about, uh, is it any playable? Uh, I was thinking maybe give it a one to five point scale there, five being the highest. Like we okay. go out, go around and each of us give a like one to five. I don't know what a one 
Maybe we should have a suggestion also for what a one point card and a five point card would be. Like from real pre-modern. Uh, five points, maybe the rest then. Yeah. The, the rest is a five point. Um, Swords to Plowshares is a five point. Exactly. Uh, yeah, uh, cards, cards like that. Um. And uh, cards that don't, yeah, probably not that good. One point. People should get it from there. Uh, and the third thing we talk about, if it's like uh, where we, we might come in on that when we talk about the car, but like where would you see it being played? Like in what, sh- yeah. what scenario, what deck? Because I have, I have some cards in my mind that I wish saw more play, but I know for a fact they have been tested and people have tried it out because they have like some reminiscence of it back in old standard where it worked and now it doesn't work and like all those who played back then they want to make it work but it has in fact been proven it does not work in pre-modern it's not good enough so i've chosen to deliberately exclude those types of cards yeah Uh, i don't think it matters if you guys mention it then we'll of course discuss it but uh, (laughs) it's just a a little disclaimer from my my picks yeah there are are some cards i definitely want to name here but I believe they have been tried out and yeah. Card, c- cards like Cadaverous Blue more? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. For example. And Maybe like, I, I don't want to spoil. Should I say, should I name the example in my mind or do you guys, ha- you yeah. guys? Okay. So, so the, the, the cards in my mind is like Fires of Yavimaya. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's, that's, that's a, that's a one yeah. um, in my mind. Uh, Seb has tried it. Uh, yeah. I have tried it. A lot of other people have tried it. It, doesn't work no and mainly yeah because as you mentioned anton in a way then uh, it worked in a different yeah. <laughs> period of time when people played different stuff yeah uh, it doesn't really do enough i guess uh, i mean a lot of cards that were good in certain standard formats is obviously not good enough for pre-modern that that's like a lot of the standard cards are not playable in pre-modern yeah um, yeah and i we will probably be doing some honorable mentions, like uh, rounding off also. Because Anton, I heard you had a list with like 20 cards. Yeah, yeah, this was hard <laughs> it looked like. <laughs> and uh, Orland and I, I have maybe six, seven, and I have a bunch of honorable mentions, but I at least cooked it down to uh, well, a couple. I don't have any honorable mentions. Duress was the honorable mention. <laughs> okay. Um, it's but, not a game. No, no, and and it, we decided that we're not going for like our first pick or anything like that. It's just like uh, there's no pick order in no. our choices either. So that sets the ground rules, I guess, for this round <laughs> of uh, I don't know what we should call it. The most underplayed. But should be more played cards in pre-modern. Yeah, sounds good. Okay. And kind of a guest, you should do the honors and talk about the first card. Oh, nice. Okay, so I will set the standards here. And 
this card, I know it was good in standard. I played a shitload of it, but I feel like it should be able to have a place in pre-modern and not be just plainly bad. So the card in question is uh, Mystic Snake. Okay. Yeah. Should I should I uh, tell Give... everyone what that does? Yeah, let's start with that. Okay, so it's a two-two creature. It costs one colorless, one green, and two blue. Uh, it has flash, and when it enters the battlefield, you can counter target spell. Mm. And uh, give us your thought process on how or why it should be more played. Because I think, like, we see this card as a. Back in the day, it was more of a I don't know tempo card. Um, because standard was so much slower than pre-modern is. Uh, but I don't think we need to look at it like that, because let's face it, we have a whole lot of other like toolbox in this format. So we have survival of the fittest. So yeah. if you don't want to go like combo survival with like full English breakfast or uh, a fast elves survival deck or recurring night, but you just want to go like mid-range, control-ish, aggro, you can, yeah, you know, you have the uh the, fle the flexibility to choose what type of game you want to play depending on what you're facing i i feel like a one-off mystic snake could be good in certain spots and like if you're supposed to play like around 30 creatures in a deck and you have like blue green or blue green i don't know white uh i feel there should be a there should be a place for mystic snake because you can also abuse it with like Trade Wind Rider or uh, um, Waterfound Bouncer, uh, which are good cards. Not Trade Wind Rider per se, but Waterfound Bouncer is definitely a good card. Uh, I'm, especially I'm kind of hearing what deck this should be in. Yeah, uh, yeah, but it, it's just uh, I'm just spitballing here. I, yeah, I hope yeah, you yeah. can like help me out to figure this one out. But I feel like a two-two creature that you could you could use it repeatedly as a counter because there are a lot of like. I don't know, Timmy or Johnny combos with it, like you could bounce it back and you have a repeatable counterspell uh, yeah. every turn. Uh, so, but it might be too bad, but I don't want to dismiss it because I have not seen it like almost at all in Premodern. No. So I don't know what you guys think about this. Hola, what do you think? Why have we not seen Mystic Snake? Uh, because it costs four mana, double blue and uh, green. Um. I think this is a solid uh, 1.5 to 2 out of 5. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it, it's not uh, good. Because, like, I, I can see it, but the problem is I don't understand why you would play want to play a slow, grindy version of survival. Uh, that that's, that's my problem. Um, because I can see if you played that, if you... if. If that deck existed, you could play one of the one of uh, in a survival deck because it's yeah. a, a tutorable counterspell. Like end of turn, um, if they don't play anything, you can tutor this um, snake and counter whatever they play. Um, so yeah, but you have to have five mana for that um, to be able to survival and play it. If it were in different colors, maybe like blue white instead of green blue, I guess. No, I think it's great that it's green uh, because it works with survival. Okay, so um, Anton is like, correct about that. At least. We yeah. have to like discuss this. Are we gonna see these cards as is the is the like premise that 
we want to win? Are we, are we going like, okay, we want this card to actually perform like spikiness of, of the cards or just like, I mean, Fulinger's Breakfast is possibly better uh, or mm-hmm. else or whatever. Um, but like we're exploring the format there. So I'm, yeah. just, I'm not saying like it's a, it's good enough to like enhance an already established um, deck, uh, deck or... but like more, more or less, what if we built another deck and this is one card that is a toolbox there. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. Like I, I'm, I think yeah, it's, it's hard. <laughs> it would fit if we had an like more slow grindy, as you mentioned, uh, meta, and it would fit in like a opposition deck maybe <laughs> or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, but we don't have an opposition deck. Of course, someone is playing opposition out there, yeah. uh, and uh, yeah, maybe in some scenario there, uh, I would probably. Uh, yeah, I think two blue maybe is a big problem if you're because you're heavy into blue then and you're. Yeah, you basically can't like splash it. You can splash it if you splash green, but then what? Yeah. I... Yeah, you must more or less have Birds of Paradise and rely heavily on green blue. Uh, yeah. Just play two colors and enemy colors are weird. We all know that since we don't have any patch lands and. Uh... I think I'm leaning up at three at least uh, in playability. So. Uh, where would you put it then, uh, Anton? If I'd say probably a two, because uh, okay. we haven't figured it out. But I'm, I see this episode, some to bring some inspiration to yeah. people who who like, yeah. And challenge I see... accepted. I will try to <laughs> like work this thing out. I see it as we try to be, uh, we we try to find the. I don't know why we're giving it points. It feels more fun that way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, yeah, that's. I'm gonna deliver a lot of ones and twos. I feel. Yeah, uh, but you gave it two point five, no? No, one point five. One point five. Okay. <laughs> so I'll, yeah, I'll put I, you at one there. Or do you want to? I'm I'm, cl- I'm closer to two because there's gonna be a lot worse cards than Mystic Snake because okay, yeah. Mystic Snake is actually a playable. I can see it be played, and I'm, I'm not like no, this is crap. Mm. Um, this is so bad. The the problem is that you you, you most likely want to play just one, um, and it's hard to build, build something with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, and we already kind of talked about where you would see it being played. Uh, I don't think I can. Yeah, but I think my my mind or eyes are quite narrow here. So like, mm. there's probably, I mean, you just perhaps go like, I don't know, put it in lands, mm-hmm. put it in like a blue green lands deck. I I don't know yeah. at all. Like, you think outside the box. Exactly. But in my mind, you, we use opposition or survival or something. But like, yeah, that's the obvious one. Uh, yeah, some sort of recursion or some sort of using the body or some sort of uh, finding it with maybe living wish or something weird like that. Yeah, <laughs> could be cool in the cyborg to have an extra counter spell with the... six mana counter spell. Yeah, but <laughs> like going for the long game. So yeah. 
Orlan, bring us the next uh, card. One of your... You have five yeah. with you. Yeah, this is a card I actually played in my first deck in the sideboard. First pre-modern deck. Uh, it's Cursed Totem. Yeah. Uh, Cursed Totem is an artifact for two mana. Uh, it's kind of like a Null Rod, but for, for um, creatures instead. Mm. And my reasoning behind this card is that uh, a lot of people play Null Rod. Uh, and it obviously is good against a lot of the decks with the scroll racks, mox diamonds, whatever. Um, the thing with Cursed Totem is that it also takes um, activated abilities of, of all the creatures. So, so it still stops Devourer, um, Devourer Trisk. Uh, and it also stops Elves, which is a, uh, one of the better decks right now. And it stops a lot of other weird activated abilities from, from creatures, Grim Lava Mancers. Uh, sharpshooters, whatever you, whatever people are gonna play. Uh. But I, I'd say, I, I, perhaps you're right. Like it's underplayed because I feel like people are starting to play uh, Cursed Totem. Uh, I I play it myself a lot, and I've seen other people do too. But I think you're on to something here, Roland. Like it's underplayed. Mm. Uh, so yeah, that's a good pick. But and... it's definitely not a one or two. It's like a four for me in in a sideboard slot it's it's a great yeah. great sideboard slot i mean it's it, it stops so many so many um uh, good decks uh, for just two mana yeah Th that's the thing uh, yeah and you're able to find it with card with like a lighted tutor yep uh, that, that's so that was my i played it in lands yeah. so you can play turn one enlightened tooth or turn two to curse totem against some decks uh and I guess you can play in like if you're uh, playing some Tron-ish uh, brown big deck. Uh, yeah, it's a nice piece to have being able to take care of like the quick elves as you guys mentioned. And you can play it with your own mox diamonds and scroll racks, whatever, mm. um, where you also play enlightened tutor. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so so I, I think, I mean, I haven't seen it played a lot and I, uh, for the first couple of years, I never saw anyone else play this card at all, um, which is a bit weird um, because there's, there's always been good creatures uh, now more than before, uh, I think. Yeah, I think yeah, the, it, it's probably a four for me also, especially, well, it's a cyber card clearly, but it's a good cyber card that more people you, you maybe can play. play one main deck if you play uh, enlightened tutor deck um, mm. if you want to stop yeah. a real real aggressive uh, um, if you want to stop a lot of creature decks and you don't play creatures yourself uh, mm. yeah i think the meta is up to that point where it actually might be reasonable you could if you have enlightened tutor package you could motivate to actually include one in your main deck at the current meta but I'd rather see it as a cyber card mm. myself. Yeah, uh, yeah, and it's like it, it's it's so weird because it stopped like Hermit Druid, <laughs> like so many weird decks. Yeah, uh, full English breakfast. Who is uh, turning away from Phage? They are playing the, the Devourer uh, Trisk combo instead. Yeah, like, like that combo is. Uh, yeah, you can stop that one also. And usually those combo decks are too quick to. Like having an, an extra answer in your 75 is really good then. 
Uh, and yeah, I guess like you mentioned, even maybe the rock or something like that they're playing a lot of elves and stuff. Maybe, I, there's some scenarios I could see it being played in a bunch of decks. Yeah, because you, you can't sacrifice the battle elves, you can't use the wall of roots, you can't use birds of paradise, mm. Mishra's factory can't pump itself anymore. Mm. Uh, I yeah. mean, then, then there are like these decks where, such as the solution, okay, it will take out what Mother Runes and perhaps a Grim Lava Mancer. So, I mean, it's not good, but it's not dead either against uh, most decks. But yeah, for mm. me, it's a sideboard card. Um, Are we giving it a four, uh, Olan? I give it a four. Anton yeah, gave it a four. Um... I think it. I think it's a at least a sleeper uh, mm. for. Mm. Yeah. So uh, now now we we started off with two cards. I feel maybe my list isn't like full of fours or I don't think I have any five in my <laughs> uh, picks here. But I could go for one of them that I really think is good. Uh, I've chosen worship. Uh, it's a white enchantment for one white and three colorless and all damage that would reduce your life total to less than one instead reduce it to one if you control a creature uh, I, I haven't seen it being played I've, I've seen it like in other formats like in modern uh, but I have never seen it played in pre-modern it's been a back and forth card in like Terra Geddon and uh, some pattern rebirth combo decks have had a miser one just because they play like um, academy rectors uh, yeah. but yeah it's it's definitely not played uh, much so uh, what, what do you guys think about it it's um, it's definitely <laughs> good like in in Terra Geddon where you have blurred mongoose uh, which has Shroud. Uh, some decks can't win unless they have like uh, main deck disenchant effects. Uh, yeah, like against Sly or stuff like that. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's a good card, but it requires you to have like... I could see it in Enchantress as well, but then again, Solitaire Confinement is probably the the other white enchantment which makes you not die uh, and that's just strictly better in mo many decks so i think like that's why we're not seeing worship mm -hmm. that much because solitary confinement yeah uh, kind of replaces it um, in a lot of those decks where it yeah could be played yeah maybe i i like it as you mentioned the mongoose also there's some threshold decks like with thimble mongoose maybe um I guess the drawback is that it's four uh, in uh, converted monocost. Uh, yeah, that's that, that's okay because it's uh, uh, in the in the likely scenario that it's really good. It's the most expensive card you're gonna cast for the rest of the match. Mm. So, so yeah. you cast it at turn four. Uh, it's like a turn three with a mox diamond, uh, and you have a nimble mongoose in play, and then it's game over. 
uh, yeah. for some decks. And like so. against, uh, I don't know, elves, can elves do anything? It, they, they might be playing a lot of, you need the enchantment. Naturalize. Yeah, you need an yeah, in sideboard. But, but. Yeah, exactly. So main main deck, I mean, more, more and more decks are obviously starting to main deck uh, disenchant effects. Yeah. Uh, which is quite insane that we haven't seen that before. Because mm -hmm. pre-modern has always been like about the enchantments and artifacts, yeah. uh, but it kind of took to like last year until we saw people actually starting to treat disenchants more or less like a plow. Mm. Like it is uh, very necessary. Uh, so, but still, yeah, there are many decks which can't handle it the pre-board. Uh, I think it's a solid three for me at least. Maybe I'm the one who's being generous with my points here, but. Yeah, I think three is, uh, it, yeah, it seems reasonable. I mean, it's it's a reasonable card. It's better than Mystic Snake. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> and it, I mean, it it can blow out. Some matchups, it's, it's just a blowout. You play it and the opponents packs their cards together. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And th that seems like a good card. So, uh, Worship, uh, are we on three for that? Yeah. Um, the thing with worship also is like it works fine with like mother of runes since they are both on color so like yeah, feel it's yeah. it's a reasonable cyber card in like the white weenie decks also um yeah and it could be played like if you if you have a lot of creatures i guess if you're playing against the if the your opponent don't have any sweepers and maybe if if you're not like relying on that many enchantments also it's like uh having your opponent needing to be like, taking care of the worship and you're not you might have it in you might not have it in and whatever yep turn again uh just want to say like i've <laughs> on my whole list uh i i feel like enchantments are the the card type i mostly like yeah yeah there are some cool enchantments we're not playing okay so another card i want to see more um is prophetic bolt mm. Uh, I'm still in the invasion block. Here yeah, I think that's the... what got us started with this uh, overall. Because I yeah. heard, saw you talking about it. I love that card. Uh, tell us what it, what it does. So it's a uh, it's a sweet sweet card, uh, but it's in the wrong colors and quite expensive. Uh, it's an instant for three colorless, one blue, one red. Uh, it is four damage to any target, and uh, it's an impulse. So uh, like. The, the card in it itself, why I also picked it in my top five of underplayed cards, is like, it's never bad, yeah. except it's quite expensive in its mana cost. Had it cost four, uh -huh. I feel like we might see it more, because mm. then it's like in the fact or fiction realm of cards, but obviously not that good. Um, but uh, it was like... Also, this is why I'm screwed. I played a, sh a lot of uh, standard in invasion era, in the invasion era, mm. and prophetic bulk was really, really good. But I feel like in blue control or the purple controls, um, 
that uh, Magnus Holmström are playing like uh, heavily blue with a red splash, fire and ice, um, one or two prophetic bolt would not like at all mean it. it's not possible to play because you go for late game there and having like that additional burn, uh, the versatility of just you can bolt a creature or you can just put it in the face and you also get a cantrip out of it yeah it, re it effectively replaces it, uh, itself it's like it's never bad it's just a, perhaps one mana too expensive for pre-modern <laughs> i i i really like it but yeah maybe you're mentioning the problems with it the high monocost and maybe it is that we don't see that many Blue. You mentioned there one, but we don't see that much blue-red control decks. No. Uh, and like usually you go for blue-white uh, land still or something like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, I like it. But Fire and Ice is also sweet. Uh, yeah. But that we see more play of, I guess. Yeah, for sure. But like that's also... I hope someone like yeah tries out prophetic bolt and finds the right home for it because like i felt the same with lightning angel uh a year ago it was it, it was almost not played uh yeah. but now it it has really like found a home in pre-modern and it's good oh, has it? It, yeah it's okay. in the the stars star spangled slaughter or the solution whatever the lightning angel deck uh where it's it's i mean it's not bonkers but it's good mm. and like it's to me very thematic and representative of pre-modern so i yeah. wish it saw more play uh Olan, your thoughts i think it's totally unplayable <laughs> i mean five mana for for a card that that's that low impact it, it, no it's i think it's totally unplayable um i didn't play standard innovation block so I don't have any nostalgia for that card. I've never played it. I will never play that <laughs> card uh, ever. Uh, I wouldn't even play it with um, Scalding Tarn in the format. Uh, okay. Then again, I think Fire and Ice is a good card. Mm, yeah. um, that, that, that's, that's a cheap answer. This is like, yeah, I mean, five mana to kill a four, four toughness creature and impulse. Uh, then you might be dead already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's it's like you don't want it in your starting hand. You maybe don't even want it when you have five mana in play. Um, well, I want it with five mana in play. It sounds good, at least as uh, Anton put it forth. The classic is you want a prophetic bolt, a ravenous bail off, and it sacrifices, and you don't get the impulse. <laughs> oh, that's uh, okay. that's the classic. Mm. Well, well, so you're more leaning towards a one than it seems like yep. from you. Yep, I'm putting a one on that one. I'm pushing it to two at least. Uh, I think maybe one problem, but that's like the sideboard thing. People might people might be playing blue or red elemental blast, like the pyro blast and whatever, and it dies from both of them. Uh, yeah, uh, but I, I still like a miser in the main. I think it could be good. Uh, yeah, it, like the top end car that does something and keeps you going. Uh, so yeah, um, this is this is for me like a, a week two, a one and a half or two. I don't know. Okay. But uh, I feel like since it's three colorless, like it goes well with 
uh, cost reducers such as like Nightscape Familiar in that type of shell, um, where you then you can actually play it, pay it, play it for four mana or three mana if you have two, and then it becomes then you you're actually taking advantage of a good card with two good abilities, but it's too expensive right now. So, mm. and I kind of like that a one-one regenerator that is a cost reducer for blue and red, like those goes kind of hand in hand in like a controller shell. So um, I, I don't want to like rule it out. And yeah. that's why I'm bringing it in because I, I feel like Prophetic Bolt is a good card, but it's obviously way, way, way too expensive. Okay. Um, uh, I'm putting at 1.5 there then. Yeah. Uh, still an mentionable card and really, I, yeah, I think you could give it a go, like a miser in your main somewhere if you're playing the, yeah, some half aggressive middle mid range control deck. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, Olan, what you got? Go cook in there. Yeah, uh, this is a card I learned the existence of like three days ago. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's uh, the False Cure. Um, Ooh, yeah. Uh, uh, instant for black, black. Uh, until end of turn, whenever a player gains life, that player loses two life for each one life they gained. Uh, and this in combination, obviously, with Sky Shroud Cutter and Reverend Silence. Yeah. Uh, for a combo win that doesn't um, die to graveyard hate or it doesn't have to have a permanent in play uh, to actually to to actually use the combo uh, it goes around a lot of the hate um, okay so you play it and I, I don't know if I followed you along there yeah, you play this, and then you play the Sky Shroud Cutter, which you can play for your opponent gaining five life. Okay. They take ten. Ah, okay. Then you play Reverend Silence. They gain six, but instead they take twelve. Okay, so this is like until end of turn, the yeah. instant for two black. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a instant uh, instant card instant combo card that doesn't have to use the graveyard or any permanents. And it's mostly for like building around then. Uh, in the yeah. combo shell. Yeah, 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 I mean it's it's uh, useless in itself. Uh, yeah, it's been. Uh, I mean, it, it's figured out in that sense. Like uh, we now we know where we can use it, uh, right? Like obviously you, you will never play it without like the reverend silence. Uh, that just seems so bad. Mm. So, but and it's very very niche. I mean, you can't play it in another shell either no uh it, it's a very niche card uh but i think it's it's a combo card that's underplayed yeah uh, for sure i've 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 heard about some guy who played it uh one guy yeah uh and did pretty well with it um it's a sneaky card it's two black mana combo uh yeah uh, and it's instant uh, so uh, but what was it feel uh... Oh, how do you pronounce his last name? Nguyen? Uh, Phil Wen. Uh, Wen, yeah, Wen, yeah. Wen, yeah. 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 I think. Um, I think he he did a nice write up uh, on it. Like. Yeah, I yeah. think I think so. I I heard someone talk about it, and I yeah. I just want to mention it because it's like uh, for me at least who didn't play during these years. This is a totally new card for me. It's like it's a spoiler. Uh, yeah. We're doing a spoiler. Uh, 
And I think there's a lot of these cards that people, I mean, some people know all the cards, obviously, but there's a lot of people like me who doesn't know all the cards and have a, yeah. even th- ever, haven't even been thinking about these cards. Yeah, I think it's, uh, it's cool that you can build combos <laughs> still, like finding weird cards in the whole pre-modern pool. And this is one of those cards, I guess. Uh, also, yeah, a uh, sideboard card against all of those illusion of grandeur decks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and all of those. I mean, yep. I mean, for, for the, the thing is, this would have been a insane yeah. combo deck back in Sweden in 2017 when everyone thought, oh, this is the best deck, illusion of <laughs> yeah. grandeur. The best. Yeah, four main deck reverend silos and four uh, <laughs> false here. That's pretty, uh, pretty good. Uh-huh. But like I, th- I like what he did. He, his deck, he like more or less made the similarity to Adnosium Tendrils in Legacy, the way you play out the deck, and like he uses nostalgic dreams to recur yeah. his false cure, so he can double the effect at this, at one turn and then play a uh, give opponent life card. And like yeah, there it, it has some sweet sweet plays actually. Uh, as a and the, the the thing is with that also, it's um. Nostalgic Dreams is good against uh, this card. Yeah. Uh, if they have the you discard a key card, then you just get it back and kill them. Yeah. So, so I I think this is actually some kind of homage to to his deck building skills or something more than this card. Uh, yeah. But I I want to see this card more, and I want people to be prepared for this card. Uh, so we're giving it a three at least, I guess. I don't know two, three. I uh, because I don't know how good this is when everyone knows about this deck. Okay. Uh, because if, if it's only one people that has played it, um, maybe not everyone is understands how it works. You always have an advantage with a new combo deck yeah. uh, that people don't know. Definitely. Uh, I'll I'll put it down for a two point five. Were you cool with that, Anton? Also. Yeah, I'd, I'd say False Cure is a one, uh, but in this specific yeah. deck, it's a, I mean, it's a must, of course. It's the yeah, only yeah. deck it builds around it, but like the playability of the card as okay, large okay. Yeah, in right. Pre-Modern <laughs> is no. very, very low. But yeah, yeah, yeah it, it, it makes up for a, a whole like combo deck. So yeah, in that deck, it's uh, obviously a five, but like the deck is so obscure. So yeah, it's, I don't know. It, it's interesting that a card that can go from a from a stone cold one to actually must yeah. in a deck. <laughs> yeah. that, that's what I like. Yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's what spoke to me with this card. Uh, okay, so I have a... Uh, card that I like that's an enchantment uh, and you, like I you think it would be some sort of deck that should be able to play it uh, and make a kind of comboish deck around it uh, I brought hunting grounds uh, as yeah. my uh, second mm. pick uh, and it it's an enchantment for a green and a white, and it got threshold. Then that's basically you need to have threshold for it to do anything. Uh, when an uh, opponent plays a spell, you may put a creature card from your hand into play. Uh, yeah, I think like maybe they're the wrong colors. I don't know, but there should be a hunting ground stack out there. Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, I think uh, some people try it out hunting grounds or like. 
I don't know, two years back. But the, the thing is, and this is what I learned when I actually tried to think, what cards am I missing? The problem is we have so many good cards, but we have so many bad creatures, or we don't have like the, the, pay of, the big payoff creatures in the format. Mm -hmm. So like there are some very good... I, I'm going to bring up another one on this subject later on, of course, uh, uh, which has some similarities to Hunting Grounds. But I think that's the main problem with it. Because obviously it's a very cool card and the effect is just awesome. But you need to have the right creatures. And we don't yeah. have the like the card the card filtration, the tutors, or like the big payoffs for it in the format. So Okay. That's I mean it's a, it's a steep price to yeah. to actually have to play an enchantment. Mm -hmm. You have to have threshold and then you have to have good creatures yeah. in your hand to, to abuse. Uh the setup is kind of terrible uh i must say i haven't, I haven't seen this card either before um, as i said i only know of the good cards in general <laughs> from the set so this is a spoiler for me yeah. uh, but the problem is like what creatures do you want to put into play i'm thinking that you could um you could like playing some in maybe like terragedon ish deck I guess. This is the deck where you need Mystic Snake, by the way. <laughs> okay. This is Mystic yeah, Snake right. is insane with uh, Hunting Ground. Because uh, yeah. then you counter the thing they played for yeah. free. Yep. So, yeah, we just broke Premortar, by the way. Sorry. And yeah, go uh, yeah, sorry. But, back to yeah, you. Yeah, and then they can't even, because you put it into play, so you don't even yeah. cast it's, it. <laughs> it's an uncounterable counterspell Mystic Snake. Yeah. We have found a combo yeah. here today. Uh, no, but I feel maybe like if you are able to constrain. Uh, the mana in some manner, I guess, because you're right about it. We don't have like a big payoff uh, spell. You probably there are easier ways of getting that card, like a reanimator deck, yeah, into play. Exactly. But you might be able to build something around it being white and green, like with all the uh, ramping up and playing Gedon or something like that. Maybe. Yeah. I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking. Uh, why would you play this instead of Oath? That that's my my thinking. Uh, because you you're not able to play like elves and birds and stuff in Oath. No, but do you want to put in elves and birds in stuff when you have threshold? Yeah, but that, I, I think problem. I think like yeah, you're uh, you have a point, but like <laughs> there are there it should be some quite different uh, takes on the like core of the deck mm. if you play this one or if you play oath and oath is like then you need you need a whole oath package to go that route you need the funeral pyres and whatnot to actually make sure your opponent has the creatures uh, and this way it doesn't matter because yeah if you, we you, if you... we had a cool build like with the false cure uh, we would have given it a higher grade uh, I'm sensing but we I haven't seen it and but you mentioned some people tried it out, Anton. Uh, yeah, but I think like it ha had um, like some months in Legacy, I want to say like two years ago. But in Legacy, it's a whole different ballpark because then you have good creatures to put in. Uh, but like the the shell there was more or less like a bunt uh, mid-range deck. Like you, you have the cantrips, you have the counter spells and whatnot, and you could go like minor aggro with some beat sticks but then you have the payoff with this card and you could just boom flash in a um, gristle brand or whatever uh so 
yeah, if you want to shoot him, big fat is here, reanimators obviously, or oath is obviously easier. Maybe this is but... the Jukelhops deck we need for Jukelhops. <laughs> the card. <laughs> uh, we haven't seen Jukelhops being able to be good. But if you no. have this in play, your, your opponent can't play any spells. You're, all yeah, of your creatures yeah. are... Uh, okay, yeah. So it's it's so <laughs> tough to get um, yeah, a threshold, and then you have a lot of small cheap creatures that doesn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It, uh, that, that's what I was thinking rough, about, rough. like having some sort of uh, uh, Geddon thing that makes the threshold uh, easier yeah. getting. But yeah, uh, it sounds like we're putting it down. I'm I'm giving it at least a two because of. I see the possibilities there. Yeah, I think it's a two for sure. Uh, it's not... I mean, the card in itself is obviously powerful, but like... Premodern card pool does not give it justice, uh, I want to say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, definitely a, a cool card to build around. And add yeah. Mystic Snake in it, uh, for sure. <laughs> when we can play Old Border Emrakul and Old Border Grizzle Brand in Premodern, yeah. you, we can talk. This card is going to be a five or something. So. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, let, let's wait with that then. Uh, but Orland, you're you're okay with two for it? Yeah, uh, um, I obviously would have gi given it one point twenty-seven, <laughs> but uh, yeah, two is two is fine okay. uh, with you, with your two because. It, it's not it's not a totally un, unplayable card and it only costs two man yeah. oh I have so many cards to, to use. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm not gonna take that one because that's an obvious one and you guys are probably mention it uh so i will name spell shock Ooh, what does that do so spell shock is a red enchantment for two colorless and one red uh, yeah, yeah. and it says whenever a player plays a spell it deals two damage to that player yep. very simple uh very very painful uh and i mean we do have soul lands in in the format so this could easily come come out turn two you just need a way to work around it to not die from it yourself, basically. Uh, but this this card has high impact if it lands, and I've almost never seen it in pre-modern. Uh, and I'm myself trying to like, yeah, this is one of my cards I want to brew around uh, at the moment because uh, I feel this is it's it's strong. Yeah, uh, I maybe but it's high risk, high reward. Maybe even in I don't know. Maybe goblins needs to play that too many spells and yeah. That maybe the big problem is that it's the enchantment that makes the two damage. So it's still if you have like I don't know if people are playing circle of protection red, but it dies to the blast, I guess. Uh, but like you're mentioning, if you have it in main. Uh, yeah, 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 for sure. This is what uh, that's my plan, at least. Mm. Like, uh, play three or four in main deck, just uh, <laughs> see what happens. But yeah, obviously, you need to have. I mean, you could. My my first thought was like uh, some burn package, but then it was like, okay, what if we combine red and green? Because that color combination is not 
played at all, almost in in pre-modern yeah. either. Uh, and then you could have actually some life gains. Um, so you like played this balance. instead of fires of Yavimaya. <laughs> yeah, um, and I mean this this deck totally kills combo deck. Like mm -hmm. all combo decks need to chain spells, and uh, yeah. You I, just have 10, 10 spells to play, and then you're dead with this card out. We mentioned earlier that I tried to build the fire stack unsuccessfully, uh, but I did try to play with a bunch of uh, uh, soul ring lands uh, in it, maybe two or three, uh, because I played Blastoderms and I played Call of the Herd also. Yep. Uh, maybe you could go for something like big uh ramping up big green creatures uh burn and that or something like yeah, that yeah for sure uh i could see this card in an lands deck uh like you have the man lands you have um, horn of greed expiration you you just play lands that's that's the whole thing and then you have like you have your creatures you have your i don't know core haven or whatnot and you have this this one out just to fuck up yeah and uh, then you have a Suran Orb. Uh, yeah, and you can, well. yeah, exactly. So, like, I feel like there are definitely playability to this card. You need to play around the uh, False Cure uh, if you're playing Suran <laughs> Orb, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think I would have, I think I could have played one of these in um, uh, in the sideboard of my, my lands deck because I played 15 Singleton cards in that one. Yeah with the Enlightened Tutor. This is definitely a card I could have played. Yeah, yeah Enlightened uh, Tutor, that's also something that might, uh, if you're playing more of a combo deck, I guess. I like it. I think it, what's it's probably good in Sly deck also. Maybe it's three is too much there. Yeah, I don't know, because it's quite expensive. They already have the, the certain point in... Um, Ah, well, what's the name? Uh, the three mana who deals two damage every upkeep and uh, damage can... Sulfuric Vortex. Yeah, uh, Sulfuric Vortex. So, like... But, of course, in certain given situations in Sly, if you have both Curse Scroll and, like, Grim Lavamancer out, yeah, this uh, spell shock is great. Uh, but at the same time, like, Sly wants to play spells also. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. It's it's an interesting card. Uh, what are we giving it? Like, I feel we have a lot of twos and threes. We have one four. <laughs> yeah, this is uh, for me. This is like a three and a half to four because I see some very good potential. I mean, obviously, it, it it's a good card. It's a like fairly cheap card with a large effect. But it's not find, found its home yet. But uh, yeah, I, I definitely see this card alone hoses some decks. Mm. What do you think, Olan? I think it might be a three. Yeah. Um, because uh, it's, it has potential, but I don't know uh, where you actually can build a deck that works around it um, b better than other similar cards. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm interested at least uh I'll, yep. I'll let's go for three there uh yep. and let's go to the next uh, we have maybe play it with the with the hunting grounds or whatever yeah uh, then you can put the creatures into play and not take damage mm -hmm. exactly and we have like 
I mean, red, white, blue, and uh, green. Yeah. Four color, good stuff. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. yeah, that's a Seb deck. I, I'm, I, sure. I like it. Uh, so, Ola, what's your next card? Yeah, uh, and this is, a, this is a main deck card. You have to think of it as main deck card, not sideboard, uh, which is Phyrexian Furnace. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that in general, uh, people play too little uh, graveyard hate in main deck. There are some decks that actually play it. It's usually like the Pox deck or the Poxless Pit decks. Uh, because like it can kill so many other decks. Um, um, so so yeah, I mean, it can stop. T- tell like, us what uh, it does. It's, the, I, I'm, I'm it's a recurring it's graveyard hate, right? Yeah, kind of. Mm. Uh, it's a Phyrexian Furnace, uh, cost one. Uh, you can tap it to exile the bottom card of target player's graveyard. Uh, or you can pay one mana and sacrifice it to exile a target card, but then you get to draw a card. So this card actually replaces itself for two mana. Mm, yeah. So it's not, it's never just a waste. Uh, if you play a Tormod's Crypt, for example, it's it can be just a waste against some decks. Yeah, you, you, you're not usually playing Tormods in main, but this could easily be played in main. Uh, yeah, and this is played in main in some decks, mm. but I think that more decks could actually play it. Uh, uh, I think the theme of today is like artifacts and enchantments. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's also too too terrible uh, uh, in in a lot of decks, and and sometimes you just play up a, a graveyard hate, and your opponents just uh, can't really win, mm. or they have a really hard time winning against. Yeah, them. like against reanimation, uh, you're able to keep on taking away the graveyard or making him have to go for it uh, the the player needs to choose a card and then you can sacrifice it and like uh, choose the card where which he's targeting with the reanimation spell i guess uh, it, yeah but like this this card is it's i feel like it's best if you're playing against like the tempo mid-range deck like um Terragedon, like madness um mm. Uh, any threshold type of decks, those decks are so punished because they, they most li- they mostly want like card quantity in the graveyard. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then again, it it also has like applicability against Squee uh, against a survival deck. Like yeah, it's very good to just take out their Squee immediately, and they won't have the engine yeah. every turn. So yeah, definitely a playable card. Uh, I think it's a four. I think it's up with Cursed Totem. What do you guys think? Is it since as a sideboard card, definitely. As a no, main this... main main deck card, it's a two and a half for me because it's very meta dependent. Mm-hmm. Like in the right meta, it's obviously great, but yeah. Yeah, I think it should be see more play. What's your final thoughts there, Olan? Yeah, I think it's at least a three, um, mm. and I think it's yeah, it's good against a lot a lot of decks. There's so many decks that uh, that relies on the graveyard. Uh, yeah, so, so I think it's a, at least a three. And there's there's like you see a kind of theme with my false cure, <laughs> uh, which is immune to graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. and yeah. it's like yeah, I have s- some stuff I've been troubled by when playing pre-modern uh, yeah. 
So. Okay, I have a fun card for my next pick. Uh, we just need. Uh, sorry, yeah. Seb. Just wanna one comment on uh, Ferguson Furnace because this is like a player etiquette uh, thing. This is one of the cards why you should never fuck up the order of your own graveyard. Because ah, yeah, if you start right. like fiddling around your own graveyard and your opponent has to actually state, please do not do that, you're exposing yourself to say that I'm actually playing probably for X and Furnace because I care about the order in your graveyard. Well, th we should just say that it's like it's not really etiquette either it's just the rules yeah. you are not allowed to rearrange your your graveyard that's against the rules yeah. of magic uh, yeah at <laughs> least in uh, like the if there's any cards in the format that affects the graveyard order right uh, yeah there there, yes. there are build up a big uh, thing here no, sorry. <laughs> uh, uh, my choice for a, a really fun card that I would like to see uh, being played is uh, Final Fortune uh, ah that's a great one so it's a two red and you take another turn after the one it's an instant so it's maybe people think uh, that think of like time work or something like that but it's an instant and you take another turn after the one that's being currently played but you lose the game end of that turn yeah. uh it's yeah it's i just want to say it's not that relevant that it's, it's an instant <laughs> yeah no, well it, it could be, be, it'll be a sorcery. like end of turn i think uh like your turn end of uh like playing against uh some control decks uh, yeah you mean like yeah. in response they're oh, okay positive turn but yeah and then they tap out for a fact of fiction or something and then you take your turn and you prophetic ball win yeah. in that turn <laughs> yeah, we, when you play the prophetic exactly. ball, yeah. you sacrifice your mod fanatic and play a final fortune yeah. in response final yeah. fortune yeah. Uh, yeah yeah but i i don't really know where we where we <laughs> would put this but like i i really i so much want to have it in some sort of deck because i mean it it could be obviously great in like goblins uh but they don't need it because it's so damn strong in itself like yeah. and it's a dead card for goblin ringleader but like that would be probably the perfect deck they are fast they are aggressive they have a shitload of combat to do and like two red is obviously on color so yeah we don't we can't really abuse it i guess uh, no. and, and there are no cards where you uh we don't have end the turn uh remove all stuff and we don't have any you can't lose the game cards in premodern right no. no not that i know of so i maybe yeah maybe it's a reason why we don't see it play because like in you mentioned that in goblins if you just draw it like top deck it it's <laughs> you probably don't want it uh it doesn't do yeah it, don't, don't say that but like it it doesn't it it's probably not needed and like the 
I mean, the games where you win with it, it will be the best card ever. <laughs> yeah. But like, <laughs> there are, will be definitely some games where like, fuck, I do Final Fortune and it's just a dead card because I can't close the game in one turn or something like I, that. But, yeah. I wonder how often with goblins you actually win with it where you wouldn't win otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That, that, that's the problem. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's so weird. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I like the card. I actually bought uh, a playset of this card for pre-modern. I've never used yeah. them. Uh, I don't know yeah. what I should use them for. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like this card. This is one of the cards uh, brought up by you, both of you, that I'm most excited for. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, so maybe we could give it a like two, just because it feels. Uh, good <laughs> the, the yeah it's the definitely not a one i mean it, it, it as we have stated several times it's just like it has not been figured out but this should definitely find a place where it's very good i don't feel like that's yeah. too hard like just add some creatures and some burn and whatnot like a curse scroll and a final fortune like what can go wrong maybe some kind of it could be a wish target at least like if you're playing uh, yeah, but then again, it's an it's a fucking instant. If it it was yeah. a sorcery, burning wish would be perfect for it. Yeah, but like right. now you have to have right. counting wish for yeah. it. and like combining blue, eh? Uh, maybe no. it's it's the prophetic bolt final fortune <laughs> deck <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, yeah. with yeah. with mystic snake and training grounds yeah, uh, yeah. or hunt, hunting grounds. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, this is a bit weird. Um, oh well. I, I, I hope someone finds a deck for Final Fortune. Mm. Yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, I could only see some sort of mid-range deck. But yeah, you're right. But probably a Lightning Bolt would be better to draw uh, in most cases than a Final Fortune. To have like the another turn to be able to attack. You need to have like a big swing or like build yeah. up to something. Uh, yeah. And I don't know what that is. Uh, so I'm putting it down for two, at least. Yeah, I'll say uh, two, two point five. Okay. Yeah. Are, are you are you okay with two point five, uh, Olan? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I think it's gonna be closer to one, but yeah, we <laughs> yeah. can call it two point five. <laughs> so uh... <laughs> I actually have a honorable mention in in this theme because I I picked a card. I will not go through it at all, but like seize the day from Odyssey. Mm -hmm. uh, it's similar thing, uh, four mana, three colors, one red sorcery, untapped target creature. After this phase, there is an additional combat phase, followed by an additional main phase. And it has flashback for three mana. So like, I do like those cards where you like just, you fuck up the rules of magic and you get an additional phase or something or a turn. Uh, but uh, yeah, we have yeah. the green. Uh, instant. I think we named you. You you tried it in your elves. One of your earlier elves build, where you also yeah. get an extra turn if your opponent has played a blue spell during your turn, right? Exactly. Yeah. So there's some. Those cards feel <laughs> like really fun to be able to do uh, use, but you you didn't use that card. No, no. It's more cute than good, I'd say. Uh, Okay, so we're at you now again, uh, Anton. And I think just for the listeners, I think we have—is it one or two left? Uh, two. Two. two left. Okay, good. So, all right. We know where we at? Uh, 
I will still not name that one because I feel like some. I think Olan will name this card, so I will not name it. Uh, I'll say Braid's Cabal Minion then. Hmm, that's a good pick. Okay, tell us about yep. it. So Braids is uh, basically a black smokestack. Uh, it's a 2-2 legendary, I don't know, minion, I think, uh, for two colors and two black. And it says uh, smokestack with one counter on it. So during each player's upkeep, they need to sacrifice a permanent. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, a, it's like a cube staple. It's a human minion, and it's legendary also. Uh, yeah. So you can't exactly. stack it up your stacks, sadly. No, but I feel like this card is, I mean, it's obviously good, mm. but it has not found its home at all. Uh, and it's probably because it's a creature mm. <laughs> uh, in a format with a lot of removal. Um, it basically dies to everything. Yeah, but, like, but we did mention uh, like in an earlier episode that you don't really need Lightning Bolt in this format. There, Two, it might as well be three in toughness, even though it's a two-two. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't really matter in that sense. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm very torn about this card because I feel like uh, it definitely should have a home uh, by now. Like some like poxless pox or like I don't know black uh, mud type of deck or something like it. Yeah. Like, or just a. I don't know, a token generator deck. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's scre it screams build around me. Like, it's that type of card, mm. and the ability is good. Uh, but, yeah, um, I have not seen it, like, at all in pre-modern. What do you think, Olaf? Uh, my first thought is always, why not just play Smokestack? Yeah. Um, th that's my, my first thought. Because... One of the things with these cards, I like it. It's very, it's a very good designed card. Uh, I just think, what if you play it in a deck? Are you gonna have uh, other creatures, or are you just enabling your opponent's creature removal with this card? Yeah. That, that's that's one of the problems with it. Yeah. Uh, I don't really like like EDH, but if it would would make a, a <laughs> pre modern EDH like half competitive format i think it would be good as a commander at least <laughs> yeah it would be banned for sure because uh, it's not fun to play against brace <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah i mean obviously smokestack is in the format and that's probably why it's not seeing play but like at the same time this is a wing con in itself so yeah. uh it's like yep. the prophetic bolt argument like it it has two effects in one uh, but yeah, I think it, like that make also makes it obviously its greatest weakness. I think you you need to yeah you need to be playing more creatures of course. Uh, I don't know real really. I are you abusing that it's black mana instead of smokestack? Are you working around? I yeah I'm trying to figure it out where you why you want it in your deck i think the the difference between this and prophetic bolt is that this is a card you actually can build uh, this is a build around card yeah. uh prophetic bolt is is a card with two effects that's that you want in a control deck um this is this is a 
Well, I won't say a unique ability because we have already mentioned Smokestack, but it's kind of unique in that it's actually a win con as well. And if they don't have removal, they are going to die to it probably. Yeah. Uh, and um, yeah, I don't. And it's so sad because mm. like it would have worked great with like Nether Spirit, but then again, if they kill Braids, then your Nether Spirit is like yep. not online anymore. So, yeah, it's a. Um... Then you have the Phyrexian Furnace. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, we did yeah. see it being played. Uh, I, I'm I'm trying to find like a deck where like earlier deck when it was played it was like blue black, then. Uh, and people played faceless butchers, mm, like you nice. might ex exile your braids with it, I guess. I don't know, uh, or exile a card so that your opponent needs to. Uh, yeah, shadow mage infiltrators, <laughs> rancid earth. I haven't seen that card before. Two black and one destroy target land. If it yep. you have threshold, you destroy the land and rancid earth deals one damage to each creature and player i don't know this is a, it feels like you, it's in a weird meta where it was good in a format earlier at least uh, yeah it was good in standard for sure um, i really uh, love yeah. the card uh, but i'm wondering where you how, how you need to sheet it out in some way i think uh, yeah. and that means you, it it's good because it's black or because it's a creature then i guess uh, maybe like a miser in uh, if you're playing some survival deck with it or something uh, i mean i could see it in the i could see it actually in the rock because like you, you do play recurring nightmares you have the ranged hermit like yeah. just being there like it takes one permanent every turn and like yeah you could you could abuse it with recurring nightmare or stuff like that. Mm. So, yeah, yeah, probably I should, I should fucking try it in the rock <laughs> as a one-off. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, think it's, I think it's a, a, a decent card. Uh, I hope someone finds a home for this one. Um, we're, we're giving yeah, it I a have two. Been... Is that okay? Yeah. Or you want to, you want to give yeah. it a one, Nolan? No, okay. no, no, two is cool. I, this this, uh, this is a clear two okay. for me. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know what order we're at. It It's it you Wall again, Wallan? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my next card is Predict. Mm. Oh, nice. Love it. One blue, one colorless. Choose a card name, and then uh, target player mills a card. If a card with the chosen name was milled this way, you draw two cards. Otherwise, draw one card. Uh, there are so few uh, ways in pre-modern to actually draw cards, uh, and with draw cards, I mean mo draw more than one card. Um, and this is a, a, a and accumulated knowledge requires some 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 setup in that um, you want to play intuition, and then it's like yeah. you have to build your deck around it. Uh, uh, this card is, I think, the easiest way to actually use it is with portent. Mm. P portent your yeah. opponent or, or maybe predict. memory lapse or something yeah, yeah. Um, uh, or or like some other other cards that just puts cards on top of the deck i think this card could be quite yeah. good i think uh, uh, you you probably have 
name the reason as to why it is not that played because we are relied on webcam games and playing portent on yeah. your opponent is uh, such a hassle uh yeah. it's of course possible but yeah i i like it it even it saw some play in uh was it like legacy i miracles, miracles. in legacy yeah, okay. it was yeah i mean because uh, you know it's... your own yeah there are probably some instances where you know your top card also because that's how you can yeah. predict also right yeah. uh, um. I, I can't come to think about a good spell or card maybe no not impulse and you can't play brainstorm and <laughs> uh, no but you have portent as yeah. one example yeah. um, like if you and a lighter tutor, but like that seems so bad. Yeah, that, that seems... tutor, <laughs> but like it's good against opposing a lighter tutor. Yeah, uh, yeah, you're right about that. Yeah. Uh, that actually yeah, makes it uh, a bit better, also. Uh, yeah. Since yeah. a lighter so... tutor is such a good card. Uh, yeah, and it's very played mm. in Primordial. And it's so bad because they lose a card and get just a random card instead of yeah. their their best card in the deck. Uh, so I think this is um, this is really underplayed. Um, yeah. uh, this um, this card actually I got uh, this from from Svante Landgraf, um, who who told me. Uh, I I asked a couple of people what they thought were underplayed, and I agreed with some and didn't agree with some. But this is a card I actually agreed with. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Maybe there's some. I don't know. It works with Gaius Blessing. I'm, I'm trying to think of some combo-ish yeah. uh, way of using it also. Yeah, if you play like Scroll Rack yourself, um, yeah. this is one nice way to put uh, cards in your graveyard and just draw additional cards. Yeah. So yeah. It, uh, and you never miss, like you at least you draw a card, right? With it. Yep. So yep. it's not that bad if you're... I love cards where you like... <laughs> give it a go uh, which you could do with this one like mm, I'm thinking mountain <laughs> it's like okay yeah yeah <laughs> because no, that's but this the best is a, feeling when you're right <laughs> this is a very good pick Oland. like this is definitely a four uh, for me uh, yeah in the right build this this card is insanely good and it has so much like versatility against opposing decks uh, like in light tutor or stuff like that so yeah mm. so Four, does that sound good, Olan? I I think that's solid. Yeah, yeah, and uh, it has Rebecca Gay art okay. as well. Okay, so four point five then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <Clearly>. <laughs> I mean, you can look at the art when you have it in yeah. your hand. So, uh, but like you could uh, abuse this with cards like Plow Under or Temporal Spring and stuff like that, where you actually bounce yeah. permanents to top of yeah. library. Like there are some. Exploring when left to do with the card because I mean obviously portent is the go-to card, but yeah And it I mean, it's it's just a good card uh, in general. It's it's decent. Yeah uh, sure. uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm it got me thinking also about like a bunch of card. I want I want to go to Gatherer or some place where you find cards that goes on top of your library and start like yeah building like around it a bit time time ebb okay uh, i don't know what that does <laughs> <laughs> something it's uh it's a uh, if i'm i'm taking the right card it's a tempest card uh 
Tempest card, uh, blue plus two sorcery, put target creature on top of its owner's library. Um, it's a tempo card from the Tempest um, Limited. Okay. Uh, nice. <laughs> ah, well. Uh, okay. Is it my turn now? Uh, yes. I'm. I've, I've brought two. I have two more cards, right? Uh, so. Uh, <laughs> I know that this isn't that good, but I have played it in a deck still, and it felt fine. Uh, I'm thinking about Void. Uh, so Void is uh, <laughs> maybe up there with your uh, Prophetic Bolt, I guess, but it's a yeah. red and a black and three colorless. It's a sorcery, and you choose a number. Uh, destroy all artifact and creatures with converted mana cost equal to that number. Then target player reveals his or her hand and discards from it all non-land cards with a converted mana cost equal to the number. So it's the other part of it also where you get to look at uh, your opponent's hand and like sometimes in these colors you can't really maybe like against uh, I don't know Enchantress or stuff like that uh, it's it has some uses I think <laughs> destroying yeah, I'd say this is a this is a fires of Yavimaya for me like this this was good in standard but man is it too expensive and the effect is so bad I, I, it, it does <laughs> not remotely do enough like you want a five mana mass removal spell and you're facing like two CMC one, one CMC two, one CMC four, and it's like, okay, yeah, I guess I'll pick I one. <laughs> I think this is this is worse than prophetic bolt. Yeah, 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 for uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, this is even a sorcery. Which is, <laughs> this, this is uh, this is actually an all star in the format Highland yeah. Gold. Okay. This is one of the few cards that actually can kill Sigarda in that yeah, format. Okay, yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, this I actually knew this card. Uh, I, I think but, it's good uh, in no, my uh, uh, like no, Braids Seb. Cabal Minion deck. <laughs> no, no, this 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 card is. <laughs> yeah, this is a zero point five for me yeah. in, in pre modern, but. Uh, I I love that you mention it because I also have very much nostalgia. Well, let's let, let let's say it like this: if Seb and I can dis uh, um, uh, create uh, make a deck, uh, I can play Prophetic Bolt and Seb can play Void, and we can see who wins <laughs> okay, the match. Okay, deal. <laughs> I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm building. Actually, Ant actually Anton should play the Prophetic Bolt. I can play some other bad five mana. Okay, you can play your Cursed Totem uh, main deck, Phyrex uh, no, Furnace. I, I'm actually, I'm realizing that my all my cards together has less combined CMC of under two. Uh, I don't know, I don't think yours have that low CMC. No. Um, no. That, that's like, for me, that's that's one of the things with Premodern. You should, you should really play low CMC cards or the rock. Um, okay, it's a one, and uh, I'm building a, a Void deck, uh, Anton, you're building a Prophetic Bolt deck, and yeah. we think about, Orlan, what you're building. Uh, we yeah. decide uh, I'm building... what you are building, right? Yeah, some some gold five mana gold card. Uh, that's a that's a sorcery or instant. Maybe yeah. oh, it needs to be a sorcery instant, not a. Yeah, yeah, it, it has to be a spell. It can't be a permanent. Uh, 
Yeah. Okay, because sorry, sorry. Also, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. That, okay. I'll, I'll, look, I'll look up some card, and then we do a battle on uh, Gordon's Wack yeah. uh, Wack Friday stream or something. Uh, no, we can do multiplayer. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like hit to the left. <laughs> I think um, braids is kind of good then. my last pick for today. I have like 15 more cards to choose. Okay, since you're obviously not going to name your card, Seb, I mean, you must name it as your last card, so I will not name it. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, hoping it's this one that you're thinking about also. You, you, yeah, you do it. Uh, we'll do a quick uh, honorable mentions later if we miss okay. it. Yep. Uh, okay, then I will name Lion's Eye Diamond instead. Mm -hmm. So or lead. Yeah. Uh, it's a black lotus with a small drawback. Uh, <laughs> so you actually have to like discard your hand when activating it. Uh, but other than that, it's a zero mana artifact who gives you three mana of any one color. Uh, so it's a combo staple in all eternal formats. Uh, but in pre-modern, obviously Tendrils of Agony is banned and Yagmut's Will, where it's insanely good with. Uh, but I feel like it's not as played as I think it could be in pre-modern. Because it's, I mean, it's Black Lotus, if you use it right way. Mm. Uh, and we have, like, we have Wish, uh, we have the Burning Wish or whatever, and you crack it in response, so you can always float the mana. Like, um, so the th the the one deck where it's actually like established and necessary and good is the Doomsday deck, but that's such a fringe combo deck. Yeah. Uh, but but I. So. Yeah, that that's a cool deck at least. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, I, that's probably one of the decks I can think about. What are your thoughts on? Yeah, well, it's the the sky is the limit for this card. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 such a powerful card if you have the right shell for mm. it. I mean, just look when it could be played in the bargain deck. Yeah, it's like yeah, uh, you draw five cards. Oh, the fifth card is a lead. Play a lead, sacrifice lead, and then you draw another yeah. lead, and then you have suddenly have six mana to your cards you're drawing. It's it's so good, and in combination with the wishes, yeah, uh, it's it's so great. Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I have. It's a long time since I played lead in, in pre-modern. It was when bargain was legal. Mm. Uh, yeah, and Per Algander have hat Per. He's played a lot with it, like ill-gotten gains combo with lead, and like yeah, there are definitely some like pseudo Jagmat's will wills in this format but yeah yeah i mean hot Pesh project he started a lot of years ago to show that uh, storm is good in this format yep. um, it's i mean it's 
I've tried his decks, but they are. Uh, I think they're so hard to play <laughs> in general. His decks, yeah. deck, they, they, I don't know. There's there's so weird sequences, and I hate playing. I hate playing the card Brain Freeze against Glass Blessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so annoying. <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, oh. But then again, like Lead also has some. I mean, you could play a I don't know Madness deck uh, with with Lead uh, to pitch out an Arrogant Worm or whatnot. So or like I don't know. We can't play dredge per se, but abuse graveyard or cards. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, there, there are so much brewing potential with this deck, uh, with this card. I mean, so. Yeah, I, <clears throat> I'm not that good at like coming up with combos, but that's probably w what you want to do, of course. Uh, and. Uh... Yeah, and we saw it like the the last time we talked uh, about the Easter Championship the suppressum bailiff combo um like there he used lead uh, again like with an obscure card that returned artifacts yeah yeah from, so like There's a yeah. bunch of those cards where you're not really thinking about in that another yeah. direction at least you usually go for a storm or some like bomberman yeah. or whatever when you're thinking about and yeah, yeah. There should be a place, and it's a solid, solid pick. It's at least a four for me. Yeah, uh, I mean, in the right deck, it's obviously a five. It's one of the best cards in Magic, I'd say. Yeah. Um, but, but like we but, are. But you mentioned like in in other <laughs> in any deck, it's not good. Uh, yeah. So. No. Uh, oh, so, but yeah, I can I can say a four here as well. Yeah, four four. Four it is. It is. Uh, and that brings it to your last pick, right, Tolan? Yeah, uh, I think this is my most boring pick, uh, in a way. Uh, it's Sphere of, Re Sphere of Resistance. Mm, nice uh, because so many people are playing combo decks or trying to abuse and play a lot of spells. And Sphere of Resistance, in, especially in combination with Ancient Tomb or Mox Diamond, yeah. punishes opponent as so many decks. I mean, play a turn one spear and they probably lose mm. um yeah uh, and i've seen some decks not that many that actually play it uh you can play it with oath uh or other like big mana decks can can abuse this and mud obviously plays it because it's a really a mud card but yeah yeah i think more decks can can afford playing this and just punish a lot of decks yeah, I think like most Enlightened Tutor package decks usually have at least one in the main or in the sideboard. Like uh, uh, Pink Prison obviously plays four uh, or two or and two in the board or something. And like Terrageddon plays it. And um, yeah, Oath, if you have Enlightened Tutor package, like yeah, Lands, I play it in my Lands uh, sideboard, at least a one-off. Because it's so damn strong against uh, all combo decks, so yeah. Yeah, I think well, it's a really good like kind of versatile in a way because you can have it in the sideboard, of course. Uh, it's good in main in a lot of decks, uh, so it's a good card. Uh, it's not that underplayed really, but maybe like as you mentioned, then Odin uh, for decks that might not have thought of it like 
I think it's I think it's underplayed yeah. uh, because there's still a lot of decks that that rely on uh, sheep spells, uh, multiple mm. sheep spells are. And you're in. stopping it in its track then, and actually not like, yeah, maybe that's it's a, it's a you're you're slowing yeah. them you're slowing yeah. them down a lot. And in that way, it's versatile also, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I turn one sphere against a lot of decks. I mean. Uh, I'm not gonna count, but how much slower is uh, if you're on the draw with elves and they play a turn one yeah. spear? Yeah. Uh, that cuts the deck a lot of turns. Oh yeah. Sets them back a lot of turns. And that uh, goes yeah, for it's goblin uh, horrible to play elves against the yeah. spear. Uh, well, it seems like at least a four uh, for a sphere of resistance. I, I would not. Yeah, for sure. This was like uh, this is why I picked spell shock instead because like I see those like kind of similar roles, but uh, yeah, sphere is obviously the greater card, so definitely a four or four point five. Yeah, maybe yeah, even higher. Because you don't really have to build around sphere so much. With spell shock, it's a, a lot harder. Yeah. Uh, what what are you gonna? build around it with but this is like yeah you have a little bit more mana and you have maybe have some fast mana you just play a turn one mm. sphere that that's that's a plan mm. yeah oh well uh, like the highest probably uh grade we will give probably <laughs> i have one more card but <laughs> i'm guessing i'm not okay, um, uh, going over the sphere of resistance here <laughs> Yeah, I don't think so. Though. Uh, I think Anton wanted me to take uh, Miriaris Wake. Okay, yeah, that's the okay, that's that one. Yeah, I I was thinking of Blood Moon or Miriaris okay, Wake. Okay, okay, yeah, no Blood yeah. Moon, not in this format, I think. But Miriaris Wake is uh, the one I'm thinking about. It's uh, nice. green, white, so it goes well with the hunting grounds there, and three colorless, and uh, gives all the Creatures plus one plus one and gives all your. Is it only colored mana? Uh, plus one plus. Uh, I think no, it's no. all your lands tap for additional mana okay. they could produce, right? Yeah. So it affects colorless as well, I want to say. It, it says whenever you tap a land for mana, add one mana of any type that land yeah. produces. Okay. Exactly. So. Uh, so, you, so, so you can take green from a green white land if you tap it for white. And you could take colorless from wasteland if you tap it for. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, and I tried it out in uh, like a the a control shell with four colored slash five colored uh, the deck that all I'm not really like uh, but I like playing with the the winning card is cycling in a bunch of soldiers. Yeah. Uh, and the soldiers are actually a two-two then. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, now it's very good. It's it's very very good with decree of justice. That's where like the I think the right shell for it. Um, and yeah, I. I, yeah, I've, I I really like the card. Uh, so I want want it to be more played. Uh, I don't know if you can build a. Like band deck, <laughs> that. But it's probably like in that shell that we have there, yeah. like the four color control deck. Uh, a miser, one or two of them. Uh, I don't know any, where else we can put it. I, I, can I can I spin spin off with like an honorable mention with this card because they belong together. Yeah. And, and that's the Goblin Trenches. 
so Goblin Trench is, a, is an enchantment for one colorless, one red and one white. And it says, pay two colorless, uh, sacrifice a land, and add two one-one Goblin Solar Tokens into play. So like then you actually just need to tap one land for two mana, sacrifice it, add two two-twos. But the thing why Goblin Trenches is not played is because of the Decree of Justice, because it's just better. Uh, and that's a shame, because uh, Goblin Trenches is very, very good. It's, it's actually good. But yeah, with Mirror's Wake, I think those two cards are greatly combined. Yeah, you could, like, if you're feeling frisky, you can skip. You could maybe, like, spl- playing white, green, and red then or something. Yeah, and then they then you have eight fetch lands if you wanna, or like Rifts, Grove, or whatever. You have good mana in those colors, Naya colors. Yeah, that, so, yeah. That, because like there should be some Naya decks. I I missed some Naya decks yeah. in mm. format. Uh, uh, was this the card you wanted to give me? The multicolored card for five <laughs> mana set. Yeah, when when, you, when we we talked about five converted mana cost uh, cards, I yeah. thought like, yeah, maybe, yeah, I have someone coming up, something here coming up. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but this is uh, this is better than prophetic bolt or void. It's much better yep. than void, but like, um, it's weird because it's in that spot. Like five mana, you should actually win or mm. have like big impact, and yeah, it kind of does but like at the same time you're it doesn't do anything unless you have all the other good cards That's, with it, it so. well, it's good with well, the you, you have five five lands in play yeah. you play it you pass the turn and hope you get the next yeah. turn where you actually get to play your big spell yeah which they probably will duress yeah. i uh, had but, an honorable mention also for this card sorry i interrupted you Alan. did you want to say more no, no, but that that yeah. was my end statement. The, the the problem is you you spend if if this had also had like the Ursa clause uh, untapped five lands, yeah. um, then then we're talking. Uh, yeah, or, and like I- even if you put it with like Academy Rector, it's like there are still better enchantments to pick uh, yeah. in your library than Mirror's Wake, like at almost all given times. But yeah. Uh, but it's sad because it's a good card for sure. So sorry, no, Seb, yeah, go the, ahead with your. The deck I wanted to mention. build with this. You're mentioning Goblin Trenches. That's a possibility. Uh, I was uh, uh, thinking about Sunder. Uh, so it's a instant where you play three and two blue and another five convertible cost spell here. Also, it is that. Uh, return all lands to owner's hands. Uh, yeah, it's a fun way of uh, playing, <laughs> having your lands doing war later on, resetting the mana situation. That's fun, right? Yeah, <laughs> and I think like I think like if if we want to use Mirror's Wake for simple ramp purposes, there are better cards. So I think like. The way to abuse Mirror's Wake is to use it with big spells that produces little guys who gets buffed by it. Because then you uh, actually use it two two ways, side two two ways. Yeah. Um, so like, because otherwise you could just play I don't know Mana Flare or whatever Verdant Touch is it called? I don't know. Mm. Uh, if you just want to ramp. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So what are we giving it then? A two, a three. I want to say a three, but 
in reality it is tested some yeah. Uh, and yeah then it's like more like one and a half so i'll stick with two then okay yeah two because it's 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 obviously i think it's just better than both prophetic bolt and obviously better than Voyager. yeah then, then yeah. it's it's got that sweet spot yeah. <laughs> uh, ahead of the it's, it's it's like it's like a mystic snake uh, yeah uh, and that's actually where we started. Uh, we had, uh, I'm, I'm doing a quick rerun and then we have, might have time for maybe one or two cards if someone missed them that they wanted someone to mention but they didn't want to pick themselves. So we had a Mystic yep. Stake on uh, two, Curse Totem made a four, Worship on three, uh, Prophetic Bolt, I put it at 1.5. May, because void was 1.25 right? 1.25 maybe okay yeah. uh, false cure 2.5 the hunting grounds at 2 spell shock 3 friction furnace 3 final fortune 2.5 braid cabal minion was at 2 and predict for void 1 lead 4 so resistance 4.5 and mirror's wake 2 so we actually had uh, like uh, Olan only brought good cards, basically. Uh, not surprised. Not surprised at all. Phyrexian Furnace had three, but that's your... Yeah. <laughs> but that was that was Phyrexian Furnace main deck, <laughs> not Phyrexian Furnace uh, main deck yeah, and yeah. sideboard. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I think I cheated a bit in a way, not that the cards were good. They are low casting cost, which obviously yeah. makes them better yeah. than like random five five mana spells. Uh, that doesn't win the game. Yeah, we made it. We we went all in. Yeah, uh, yeah, but but then again, if people like start brewing with their prophetic bolt um, <laughs> void deck, and it's like I'm not winning any games. It's like yeah, don't 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 come to Olan and say I didn't win. <laughs> like you can you can yeah. talk shit about Seb and Anton. Yeah, and, you, you uh, can do that. Yeah. It's like, it's good that yeah. we have you here, Olan. Uh, to bring us down to earth. Uh, yeah, sure. I think that there's a bunch of fun stuff here and people can figure out what they're... Did we miss any... I know you have a long, long list, uh, Anton, but... Yeah, I, c I could summarize uh, the card type because it's, it's the least played card type for sure. And it's Auras. Mm -hmm. uh, so, like, I had three that stands out in my mind and it's rancor armadillo cloak and treachery yeah. and like okay rancor is played in two decks sue and like green stompy but like rancor is it's a fucking great card i agree you should fear rancor because it it never dies it always come back and like trample and plus two plus oh for one green it's i miss it's having good. some kind of sue deck in the format uh... There is a okay. Zurich. Yeah. What, what's uh, that deck then? With Rancors? <laughs> yeah, it, it plays Rancors. Okay. At least the Naya Zoo does. But uh, there are also like a five color Zoo. But like when I went through this challenge, we had uh, many auras came to my mind. But like, and many like green white stuff. Because uh, that color combination is not that played unless it's like what Terragadon or oath um so because uh, armadillo cloak is but it's like yeah we have so much spot removal in in this format so yeah 
that's probably why auras are not that great, but yeah. Uh, I When you're talking about auras, I had a card that we talked about earlier. I don't know what we were talking about then, Oland. Maybe you remember. But in control, uh, your maybe pink prison or something, it would be good. It's the Kill Tars Desire. Uh, yeah. that Mickey Magnusson showed me sometime. It's your fifth uh, uh, source to plowshares, basically. The, it's for one white and you enchant a creature. The enchanted creature can't attack. And then if you, you have threshold, the creature can't block. Yeah. Uh, I think it's good, especially if you're playing enlightened tutors. Uh, and yeah, I had uh, some other cards that, but those see play, but I wanted them to have more play. <laughs> uh, yeah, but those are good. But like at the same time, it's so sad when you're facing like Priest of Titania or like Hermit Druid and like, okay, yeah, they don't want to attack. Mm. <laughs> they can still tap and do their shit. Like, but uh, yeah, obviously against Dreadnought and Goblin Lack and stuff, it's, it fills their purpose. Yeah. So it's a cool card. Uh, it took longer than I thought summarizing all our uh, <laughs> fun cards. Yeah, and you, so, what, I think we, you, someone suggested ten cards. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that that would have been a disaster. Uh, um, I wouldn't have been able to go to work tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> so uh, maybe we have to do a to like part two somewhere, like maybe next year or something when other people give their suggestions after the episode uh. yeah but it's fun because like uh, you have all the different views i mean the rest is probably not it it sounds like a troll answer from fluffy but like he's not wrong uh in his definition of underplayed cards and like the same with sphere of resistance or predict like they are obviously known cards in the format but they are probably underplayed yeah I mean, predict for sure. Yeah. Uh, there's not many lists that have played predict at all. No. Um, but Sphere's Resistance have, have been in a lot of lists, but I think it's too few lists anyway. Yeah. yeah, we have some of the cards that clearly has seen play, but like people should think about these cards and especially do some fun brews with our voids and our <laughs> prophetic vaults. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> Yeah. Maybe try to stick to brew with like braids okay, or something. Braids. <laughs> that's, that, that's actually viable. Uh, so, well, that's all she wrote. Did we miss anything or are we saying goodbye? Yeah, we missed a shitload exactly. of cards, man. But uh, yeah. Uh, can we state uh, what what's the most underplayed land card? Okay. Um... I think Dust Bowl is actually good. Yeah, that's a good answer. But good I answer. don't know if it's the most underplayed. Yeah. Ancient Tomb. Yeah. Do, do you have the right answer there, Anton? No, you guys have uh, probably the right <laughs> answer. I was going to co come in with like the Fringe Land, and that's Yav in my house. Yeah. Uh, I got one of those actually for like early pre modern. Uh, you're right. Uh, yeah. So it regenerates for one green in tap, right? Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, it's probably Ancient Tomb or Dust Bowl. Mm. <laughs> uh, or Port or something. Wasteland is played. It's severely played. So Yeah, and 
we have yeah there there's a lot of fun lands maybe maybe we should check out those more next time i didn't look that much at lands i just looked at cards that cost five so yeah <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> thanks guys for joining thanks uh, uh, always a pleasure and uh, we'll see you next time i guess and uh, goodbye Bye. 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 Bye.